This podcast is produced by Audiofy. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Fire, where entrepreneurs turn to for smoking hot tips and tools to succeed. Here's your host, speaker, business owner, philanthropist, author of six books, and the ghostwriter for more than 80, the godfather of ghostwriting, Eli Gonzalez. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Fire with Eli Gonzalez. Today we're going to talk about emails, going to get right into it. If you're an entrepreneur like me, you've got no time to waste, so let's just jump right in. Emails, do you hate them as much as I do? I mean, I probably don't open about 85% of the emails I get. I hate emails. I I. I don't know if it's from if it's from uh, that that I met someone and now they put me on their mailing blast using a, a service like Mailchimp, uh, or, or if I signed up for a webinar and now uh, because I put in my my email address or because I give gave someone my card, I legally gave them permission to solicit me and solicit me they do, uh, and I just can't stand emails. However, they are a necessary element to doing business. There will come many times where you're going to have to send out emails and you're going to want to listen to this podcast over and over and over again. I'm going to get right into how to set up and send emails that get read. First things first, if you haven't started your business yet or if you're about to, get rid of your Yahoo Hotmail or AOL email address. Do not use that for business. Do not use a personal mom loves kittens, you know, 62 at hotmail.com. Don't send me anything worth of value that you want me to buy from that email address. I will know that you're, you are a part timer. Maybe you are, and that's fine. You got to start somewhere. But I don't have to know that, right? So, Number one, get your business email. If, you, if you're not going to get a business email, at least get a Gmail account. You have a lot of services with a regular personal Gmail account. That's better than AOL, Hotmail, or, or Yahoo any day. But for only $6 a month, you can get a professional G Suite that's from Gmail, that's from Google, a professional email account for $6 a month and you can name it whatever you want. That's where I have my email addresses stored. You can reach me at Eli at the ghost publishing.com, not Eli at gmail.com and not he loves to write books at yahoo.com, right? It's Eli at the ghost publishing.com. I have my, per, my, my professional email address. You can get one for just $6 a month. And let me tell you why it's well worth the investment. Number one, you look legitimate. Number two, you have access to the Google calendar. So if someone makes an appointment with you, whether it's a Zoom, whether it's a video conference, whether it's a phone, whether you're going to meet them in person, you can put them on your calendar and then send the person a calendar invite, making you look very, very, very professional. Right, And all you get all that for $6. You also get access to Google Drive, 
which is a place where you can store all of your documents. And more than just storing them, you can share documents with prospects, with clients, right? You can actually have a document that, that you and someone else in Timbuktu can work on at the same time, right? So just for $6 a month, you get all of that. So get a professional email account. For $12, you get the same and you get unlimited storage space on Google Drive. That is an amazing deal. Okay, actual emails. First of all, every email should have a plan. And it should be to elicit conversation. Not so much engagement, but to bring you to a conversation, whether on Zoom or phone or uh, in-person meeting. Okay? So have a plan. I'm going to hit you guys with a three email plan that people are going to read and they're going to engage. Not 100%, but people engage maybe, you know, 3% with emails, right? So I'm going to give you um, a plan that's going to be a lot more effective than what you're doing now if you're not doing what I'm telling you right now. And how do I know this, you may ask? Well, as a ghostwriter, I've written 80 books, well, 85 books right around 45 books on businesses, uh, and I've been hired by some of the more successful entrepreneurs to write their books for them. And I've written several chapters for different people on how to write emails. And I'm going to gift you the knowledge that people pay them to get, okay? And this, this is it. Start with a three-email plan. How do who do you send an email to? So let's say let's say you met someone at a networking group or some kind of business function and you exchanged cards. Right? The subject line, this is gold. Ready? Let's stay connected. That's it. That's the subject line. That's what you want. You want to stay connected. You're not selling them anything. They're gonna open it. And now the language, the salutation. And and here here's where. Here's where, you know, you got to rule out authenticity. Sometimes we're like, this, this new generation is all about being, you know, their true selves and authentic, but always stay professional. What I mean by that is your salutation. You know, uh, if you met someone in a business setting, you don't say, hey, you don't say, what's up, Dan? You know, you say, hello. And you can even say, hello, Mr. Smith. It's okay if you know his first name is Dan, but in, in, you met at a professional setting. If you met someone at a cookout, at a birthday party, and you guys laughed and joked around and whatever it is, then you can say, hey, Mike. Okay, so just a little bit of common sense there, starting with the salutation. See, subtleties make a difference. You need unwritten permission to get casual with someone. Otherwise, you're going to look not serious. You're not going to look very professional, right? So you start with the right salutation, and then you write a sentence of what they may have said, right? So, so you want to let people know, hey, uh, Mr. Smith, I met you last night at whatever event. And then you write, so you always write how you know the person, whether it was two years ago, whether it was two weeks ago, whatever it is, and then you, where, how you know them, but then write down something that's going to make that person remember you, whether it's the event, whether it's a joke that someone said, uh, hey, you know, you were rocking that red tie, or, you know, I can't believe that girl spilled that drink on you, whatever it is, right? So say something personal. Right there, you're, you're just a one or two sentences. You know, a lot of people start with, you know, hope all is well, and that's okay. I do that too when, when I'm on autopilot. But when I'm on, 
and I and I and I want that business, then I I think of how I know the person and I put something personal there, right? You were killing it with that red jacket, whatever it's gonna be. Short, sweet, two quick sentences. Then you hit a space. The next paragraph. Listen, no one, no one, no one wants long paragraphs, and no one wants a bunch of attachments. You know, they asked. For, you know, they just gave you their email. They probably didn't even ask you for information. So you're saying, hey, let's let's stay connected. Now don't start selling them. So in the body of the email, this is what you put in: three things, and you actually write that down. Three things. Dot dot. Right. Three things. Number one, how can I help you? What or who would you like for me to be on the lookout for? You'll get a reply. The chances are you'll get a reply. If somebody sends me an email and just says hi and they reminded me of something that made me smirk and then they add the three things, one, how can I help you? I'm going to think of how that person can help me. Actually, that's very nice of that person, right? So number one, three things. Number one, how can I help you? Then number two, keep it real. If you know anyone who can use my service, I'd appreciate the referral. It's a business connection. That's totally fine. Okay, now number three, if you know something personal about them, you end with something personal like, hey, good. Uh, hope your daughter has, uh, you know, wins the competition she's in. Or um, have a, number three, have a great holiday season and a great and prosperous 2020. That's it. That's the body of the email. Those three things. And then next paragraph. And by the way, you write three things and then you bullet point the three things or you number the three things. And then you're in the next paragraph. Very short and sweet. I'd love to have a conversation at some point in January, if it's December, or at some point the following month. I believe we're better together. That's the email. That's the email right there. It's not long. It's, it doesn't talk about when the company was hired and, and or, or when the company was formed and, and the president's bio. and Nobody wants to hear that stuff. <laughs> Nobody wants to read that. I sure don't. And then have a signature. You have a professional email, now have a professional signature, right? So have your, your, your name. You know, if you go by Slick, but if your name is Richard, go by Richard. So in your signature, your name first and last, the title that you have in the next line. The next line there is the company name. And under that, you know, you can have a website address or even a Facebook page address. If you're an author, you can have a link to where they can find your book. Now, now, if you're going to put a link in a signature, don't go crazy and, and go to Amazon and copy the link and put that big jumbled mess in your signature, right? You can hyperlink it. What you do is you go into the body of that the, um, the link and you right click on it and you're going to get pop-ups and click on hyperlink and then you can write whatever you want the link to say. That link can actually say, click here to see my book. And then when people click there, that will take them from that link to where you're directing where your book is. So signature, professional name, your title, the company name, the website, and a link, a customized link to your book if you have it. That's a first email. So you sent out that email. You sent out a bunch of these emails, and, and some, of them, some of them replied, some people didn't. That's all good. You got a plan. You have a three-email plan. A month later, I said a month. I didn't say a week. I didn't say two days. I said a month. A month later, you send them the second email. This one is shorter and much sweeter. The subject line, thinking of you. That's it. 
thinking of you in the body of the email. Now it's the second email. You really don't have to say hello or hey, right? You could just say, Mark, I saw this article and it made me think of you. Hope it helps and put the link there. Again, hyperlink the link and, and, and that's it. And then your signature. You're not asking for anything. You're showing this person that you treat him or her like a real person and not like a prospect. That's something, not, 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 not a number, right? It's a personalized email. So obviously you have to do a little bit of homework before then, right? Do a search, blogs about financial advice, whatever it is, right? Skim through one. And, and especially if you, if you know something about the person uh, professionally. Here, don't send a blog to something personal, right? You, you, you're not a friend yet. You're, you're, you're a business acquaintance, right? So, so, so send, send a link to a blog that is about that person's industry. That's email number two. Now we're at email number three. Mark still has not replied back. That's all good. Two weeks or a month later. Not two months later, right? Because you either want to sell that person or get that person off your radar. So you want to clean your plate so that other people that do want your services at that particular time or, or who you give uh, uh, opportunity to and, and spend time with. So two weeks or a month later, you send that third email. The subject line, I think I have something you'd like to see. I think I have something you'd like to see. It's a great subject line. And then in the body, you give the offer, right? You, you can start again. You can start now with, hey, Mark, no matter what. You can start with, hey, Mark, my company's never had, uh, uh, hey, Mark, want to make sure that this got to you before it went away. My company's never given away such a big, de such a big deal, right? We've never given away this, this, this kind of offer, right? Uh, if you're interested, if you're ever going to be interested in, in our service, now might be a good time. Let me know if you want, if you want to chat. Again, you're driving for a conversation. And that's your three email plan for someone you meet at a networking group, at a networking event, a professional setting. Okay, here's another email. Let's say someone asks you for information. They meet you. You guys talk for 10, 15 minutes. They seem interested. They ask you for, for, for their information. Okay, here, guy, here, 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 don't, don't, don't. This is the problem. This is where people send 15 attachments you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a book. That's not what they asked for. Again, they don't care when you started the business, how long you've been in business. You know, um, they, they, they don't care about that stuff. You know, you're, you're, like I said before, you know, you're the founder's bio. Nobody cares about that. They ask for some information. They might be hot or they might be mildly interested. Or they wanted to shut you up and they just figured if they asked for information, you'd leave them alone. So either way, they ask for information. So here's the subject line to that email. You asked, I delivered. That's the subject line. You asked, I delivered. They're going to open the email. Hello, Mark. Right? Hello, not hey. You just, you just, uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a business setting that you met. It's hello. Or Mr. Smith. Hello, Mr. Smith. I met you last night at whatever. You seemed interested and asked for information. Let them know. That, that, that they asked you for information, so you're not bothering them. And then if anything, they've inconvenienced you by having you send this email, right? You seemed interested and asked for information. Not sure if it was for you or for someone else. Maybe it's not 
for someone else, but now that you mentioned that, maybe they could think of others who could use your service, right? So not sure if it was for you or for someone else. Either way, I didn't want to send a ton of material. Here are the basics, right? Mark is going to appreciate you for not sending the whole history of your company. So, so don't send a ton of material. They're not going to read it. Then they're going to delete your next email. And if somebody does read it and you answer every question thoroughly, then they're not, they have no reason to call you, right? And, and, and emails never sell. You never sell from an email. Not sure if it was for you or for someone else. Either way, I didn't want to send a ton of information. Here are the basics. Then you hit them with your pitch. My very first podcast. Look it up. The power of the pitch. I teach you how to pitch powerfully. Caps. Clarity, authority, why you or why your company, P, the problem you solve, S, the solution you provide, right? And if you, if, you, if you listen to that podcast, I go deep into the why, the essence. My clients will tell you testimonials, right? But these are for different settings, right? But they're, they're in that email when someone asks you for information, hit them with your pitch. You don't send any attachments, you end it with, how about I give you a quick call next week to answer whatever questions you may have? They can say yes. They can say no. How about a quick call next week? You write down. Maybe the reply from Mark is, sure, how's 2 o'clock? Or maybe he calls you as soon as he gets it if he's really interested, right? But that's how you use emails. You have to understand that the tendencies of readers today has, have shifted. Everyone, even our grandmothers today, have ADD, right? We are bombarded for our attention, Nobody's got time to read these huge emails. They will open your emails if they know that they can trust you with their time. Okay, here's another email. If you are cold calling slash emailing, if you're cold emailing, person doesn't really know you, but you got their information from someone else or from maybe a year ago, two years ago, the lead has gone cold, whatever it is. There's been no interaction electronically or digitally between you and this person. Maybe you bought a list and that person's name is on the list. This is how you make that cold email. On the subject line, allow me to make a formal introduction. They're not sure who you are, but they think that there's probably a referral in there for them. Allow, allow, you, allow me to make a formal introduction. Then the body of the email, hello, not hey, because you don't have that permission yet. Hello, Mr. Smith. And then let them know how you got their information. We specialize in working with CEOs of fortune or, 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 or of companies of more than 500 people. Your name and email was in the list that we purchased. I hope I'm not bothering you, right? So he knows now how you got it, how you got his email, and you're, you're still being respectful, albeit you're sending a cold email. I didn't want to send a ton, a ton of information, but here are the basics of what we do or what I do, and then hit them with your pitch. Again, if you don't have a pitch yet, you need a pitch. If you don't have it, look at my podcast, listen to my podcast, The Power of the Pitch. And then you end it with, please send me information on how I may be able to help you, or something along that line. You don't just send information. Ask how you can help them. Okay, here's some do's and don'ts for emails. Unless if they specifically ask for information, don't send price. Right? Now, if they ask you for information, don't send price. Any good sales manager will tell you that you don't bring a price until you've instilled value. 
and an email is not going to instill value. You can only instill, instill value through a conversation. When you ask open-ended questions, when they let you, when they tell you what their what their pains are, then when, once they're thinking of their problem, then your solution will have value. But if you just throw out, hey, you ask for information, this is how much this costs, this costs, that costs, it's going to be very, very, very difficult for you to move that sale along, right? So, so if they ask for information, don't send price. Why? Because we want a phone call, right? You could say stuff like we're having the biggest sale we've ever had. Well, it would be a good time to talk. Another don't. Don't not check it for spelling or grammatical errors, Anything business-wise with an error in it discredits you. So I don't know if if um, if what what email server you use, but if it doesn't automatically detect errors, then just write your email in a Word document and then click on tools, click on spelling and grammar, and check yourself, edit yourself. Okay. Even better than that, there's a service, there's a software out there called Grammarly, G R A. M-M-A-R-L-Y, Grammarly. I believe they have a free version downloaded. It edits everything you write. Everything you write online, it automatically tells you when you've written something wrong, when, uh, when, when, when a comma is somewhere it shouldn't be, when you didn't put a period, when you double-spaced, when you should have single-spaced. It tells you everything. Okay, we're almost done here. If you're in the technical field the digital marketing field, or something very high-tech, very, very progressive, consider getting a video email service. There's one that I'm flirting with. It's called BombBomb.com. Bomb as an explosion. BombBomb.com. And, and I've checked it out, and you can create a personalized video email to everyone you send an email to. So imagine that Mr. Smith doesn't get an email, a regular email from you. Imagine Mr. Smith gets, hey, Mr. Smith, sent. I, I customized this email for you. The thing is, we have a propensity to hit the clay, to, to click on the play button. He's going to click that play button. And if he sees your smiling face, say everything that you would have written in the email the way I'm teaching you, that furthers the chances that you are going to get back some sort of engagement. Even if it's to say, wow, that's the first time I've ever, I've ever received a video email. And I believe that there are some free video email services out there. Okay, guys, the last thing I'm going to tell you in terms of sending an email. Let's say you met someone and they gave you their business card. And you really want their business. I mean, maybe you really need it to hit quota so that you can eat next week. Maybe uh, you just know that this person is really can really, really use your service. You don't just send an email code like that, even though he may have asked for one. What you do is he's, he gave you his, his, his personal cell phone. He gave you permission. So you text him first. Hey, Mark, Eli Gonzalez, we met last night, about to shoot you an email. Hey, Mark, your name, Eli Gonzalez. We met last night. We met two weeks ago. You asked me to get in touch with you in six months. It's been six months, about to shoot you an email. And then five minutes later, send that email. More people reply to, to text over email. I know some people would prefer you try to communicate, they communicate with them via text instead of a phone. So utilize the liberties that people give you when they hand you 
their card. You have permission. And then your number is now on their cell phone, making it one less step for them to contact you. All right, guys, gave you some fire there. If you liked it, give me a nice little review. Get hot and stay hot. This Smoking Hot podcast is sponsored by The Ghost Publishing for authors who want more than just book sales. Oh,